You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. So, oh, Warren. Well, welcome to Beyond the Bike. I am your host, Big Lou, and tonight's special guest is Warren Hornaday. What's up, my brother? Well, you know, we're here to have a good time and uh, talk a little story. What's up with you? Oh, just living the dream. We're on the Hits101Radio.com studio, and uh, uh, we have some uh, Chime? Chime? Chimea? Chimea. I think is it's pronounced. Uh, uh, beer. Chime? Chime. It's a, it's an authentic Trappist uh, beer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that would be it. You know, it's not too bad. It's, uh, I like it. It's smooth. So you, so you're a beer guy? I, occasionally. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is, this is like your, your, your go-to beer? This is not my go-to beer. This is my special occasion beer. Oh, okay. Okay. This is, um, a, a seldom, this is a rarity. Oh, well, um, I, I felt, am, I'm honored. I felt that this was a special <laughs> occasion. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's beyond the bike. Beers and bikes podcast, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it's uh, every every other month or every other week we do BS with Uncle B. Mm-hmm. Brenton Ong comes into the studio and he we bring a a good selection of beer and we talk about you know beers and stuff and uh, um, you know we're gonna start you know we're gonna start this little section called Sellout of the Week. So sellout of the Week. Sellout. You know, it's like a, okay. a, a local craft beer that you know sold out. You know, sold out their their Soul to like you know a corporate whatever it is you know what I mean instead of keeping right. it, keeping it real right but enough of that Warren what are you all about man I mean what who, am I about who is who is his Warren character well he's a character <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah bike riding we well, like where were you born we, where, where was I born yeah. I was you're, born you're not you're not from California are you no no I'm an I'm a transplant okay all right. Um, I was born in uh, Spokane, Washington, Deaconess Hospital. It's Spokane, not Spokane. Spokane, Washington. Okay, because people, I've heard people say Spokane. It, yeah, it, it's wrong, wrong, <laughs> not. It is spelled Spokane, but pronounced Spokane, Washington. And uh, you know, it was a great place to live growing up. Um, we, I, we moved out out of out of the city and back into the mountains, deep back into the mountains, when I was three. Moonshining? I don't think there was a whole lot of moonshining going on, but uh, but it was it was definitely you know outhouse, outdoor shower. You know what? No phone. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, a, a a pump, an irrigation pump down at the creek to pump water up the hill to the house, fill the tank in the house, take the five gallon bucket out of the house. So you guys went back to like the 1800s. Um, yeah, well, we had a roof over our heads. <laughs> you know, it was a solid roof, but uh, but yeah, it was um, it was very 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 different, and and an awesome opportunity to grow up like that. You mm-hmm. know, um, y- you didn't go down to the park and play with the neighbor kids. You went out and hoped you didn't get eaten by a grizzly bear or by a you know <laughs> coyote <laughs> pack of coyotes or a mountain lion or. You know, I mean, it was it was it was really different. Um, so you 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 had to appreciate what you had. Yeah, you right? didn't have a lot. Right, right. Uh, you didn't have a lot. You had to work for what you had. I mean, that's that's been ingrained in since day one. Is you know, if you want it, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no handout, no gimme, gimme, gimme. Right. And uh, so it was it was cool growing up out there. And uh, what, what's what was the wildest thing that ever happened to you when you were growing up? <sighs> Oh. If, if, if you have like a like a top let's, let's do top top five <laughs> top five top five um well i running a pro- bear probably probably getting shot <laughs> what probably that would be number one I mean, 
we'll just jump through the we'll just jump from five to number one and you know being being shot at the age of eight how, well, how, you got shot yeah like with yeah. the the real gun like a 22 long rifle what were you guys like playing cops and robbers no um well growing up out there you you always had a firearm okay uh, since you could walk and get around and be around guns, if we went out hiking and dad came home from, from work and we weren't home and we got home and he see that we didn't have a gun with us, we were in trouble. Really? Because well, you, guys were, you guys were out there in the wilderness. Because there was a lot of things that could eat you, <laughs> you know, especially young kids. And, yeah. And, um. So obviously, so, so you guys were taught at a young age oh, how yeah. to properly handle the gun. Yeah. Clean yeah. it and, 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 you know, all the safety of, of, a, of a firearm. Yeah, and, and, and what happened that day was not anybody really being unsafe, just accidents happen, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it's one of those things that you just don't forget, you know. Um, where, where, where did you get shot? In the right hip. Really? Yeah. Did it shatter your hip at all? Or? No, it put a hole in my pelvic bone and six holes in my intestines and bruised the main artery to my legs. Jeez, bruised it. Bruised it, Ooh. which means almost death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, very near. And uh, I pack a bullet in my left butt cheek today. It's still there? Yeah, still there. Really? Yeah, it's always a fun conversation piece when you go to the chiropractor and get an x-ray. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's that in your pocket? No, it's not in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, that, yeah, that's probably the craziest thing that ever happened. And, you know, we were 45 minutes from the hospital. You know, I mean, so, there so, was just a stack of things that made that pretty pretty intense. So you went to the hospital, right? Well, yeah. Okay, okay. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. There was. The, it's not like just my, putting a bandit on it. Hey, just uh, my, suck it up, son. <laughs> no, my brother had just uh, crashed the uh, our little motorcycle, like I don't know, sometime before, and was in a knee brace. And since he was the one that shot me, and the only one there at the time, um, he, I remember him handing me his rifle and taking off through the woods one stiff leg going out to the side like running with one one leg not being able to bend because he's in a like a full length, length knee brace leg mm-hmm. brace and uh i'm out there blood down my knee you know i mean i'm so i mean how did it happen well they uh we did we we would go out and plink bird squirrels you know kids having fun out in mm-hmm. the woods and uh we went to uh, where they had been logging, and there was a big pile of debris limbs that they push up, and then they come back in the winter to burn that. Well, it was all fresh cut, so all the pine cones, it was just there long enough. The pine cones were just opening up and to release the seeds, and the chipmunks and squirrels were just thick in there. I mean, they're mm-hmm. having lunch, you know? <laughs> and we come along, and we're going to surround them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you got the yeah, picture now. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, the pile was, it would have covered a full size pickup easy. It mm-hmm. was not just a little tiny brush pile. You know, yeah. you couldn't see each other across it. So it was, it was friendly fire. Yeah. And, uh, my brother shot and somehow the bullet found a path all the way through that pile of brush pushed up with the, a dozer mm-hmm. and, uh, right hipped me. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sucks. That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, it it did. Um, yeah, but uh, that. Uh, so did, did you guys get an? an did you guys get a butt whooping after you were healed up? You know, I don't really remember that part of it. Okay, I don't know what happened to my brother because I was in the hospital for uh, many days, thirteen, mm-hmm. fourteen days, something wow. like that, and uh, rumors of maybe not being able to walk. Really, and. Uh, I was like, that ain't happening, you mm-hmm. know. We're going to get down here. We're going to go. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, yeah, we it it just, you know, things happen in your life that you can't avoid. You mm-hmm. know, can't stop. And you just have to keep going. Okay. And uh, that's what I did. So <clears throat> high school, uh, adult, when you came to California? Um, adult. Okay. Yeah, I've been in California See, two thousand three. Okay, so it's recent. Two thousand three, I think it was when I came to California. So yeah, so it was so it was you were here, and what about your adventure? Your uh, your bike, your bike trip. 
Well, I took a bike trip in 95. See, 93, 94, I lost my driver's license and uh, had to start riding a bike. Okay. Didn't have much choice. <laughs> and uh, chose a mountain bike. Okay. Had some friends that rode mountain bikes, and we would get together and go out and ride mountain bikes back mm-hmm. in 93, 4, and 5. You remember your first bike? Like, was it like a legit bike? Was it a Walmart bike? What kind of bike was well, it? Well, the first, my first bike was a Honda dirt bike. Okay. Six years old. But my first bicycle was, uh, that I bought uh, and really rode was a Univega Rover 3.4, and that would have been in 93 or 94. And it was like three hundred dollar bike, dude. It was pretty expensive. I mean, mm-hmm. that was pretty. It was a pretty, pretty rad bike at the time. You right, know, right. that was <laughs> junk. But, um, but I got that and uh, started riding all around Spokane and and partying and riding all around there and met a bunch of guys and uh, went out and mountain biked. You know, just did a bunch of mountain biking and got what, 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 got, kind, of, what kind of trails did you guys get road riding out there? Uh, Mount Spokane ski resort. Okay. Um, all kinds of trails down along the Spokane River, just awesome single track trails all over everywhere. Um, now, was this? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure you've you've heard of what's going on with the uh, <clears throat> um, uh, the uh, like San Diego. What is that? Like they were like a like a chapter of Imba where they're trying to um, <clears throat> they want to allow mountain bikes, you know, back into like the national or the uh, like you know. What do you call it? Though? The monuments and yeah. forests yeah. and PCT, right. Pacific yeah. Crest yeah. Trail. All, all these trails where they're, you know, they're right now they're banned. Right. So now when you were when you were out there back in the day riding those kind of trails, was that like protected land or was that open um, land? No, or? it was, I, well, I think everywhere we rode we were okay to ride. I mean, I know like the, the ski resort, Mount Spokane and stuff, we went out there. That was all, you know, it was kind of a new thing, mm-hmm. but uh, it was all open. Down along the Spokane River is all open now. Riding through the campgrounds at night, tipping tents and stuff, maybe we're not. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it, we, we had fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah it was, I think I'm pretty sure it was pretty much all legit places to ride. And, uh, I mean, I know they were legit trails. Yeah. And um, I even that's, I mean, some of the best downhill guys i've seen even yet today come from back then you know like um who's that one guy that you know uh craig harvey oh that guy local guy yeah yeah, that yeah guy. he's pretty cool <laughs> i remember right. <laughs> yeah i remember him uh at, i don't know 16 17 years old and uh he was just i've never been that caliber of rider mm. <laughs> even today you know i mm-hmm. mean he just would cut loose and it's pretty cool yeah and uh seeing the, you know Years later, they, hey, this guy's in the area, you know? It's pretty cool. Small world. It is a small world. In fact, uh, when I lived in Nebraska, I was at this Nebraska State Fair, and I hear my name. Jay! And I'm like, hmm, what? You know, at the State Fair, somebody's yelling out my name. I'm with my sister and her family, and, and I look around, and there's Craig. You know, he's working at the fair. And there's, he was a carny or what? Yeah, those cool? well, you know, he was working there anyway. <laughs> but no, he was a cool, dude. He uh, he was he was he was a traveler. He, yeah, he he got he was he was it was always. Uh, hey, where's Craig? Ah, oh, he's out doing this traveling thing. He'll mm-hmm. be back, you know, and we'd be partying. And hey, there's Craig with his backpack, you know, <laughs> back again. I have a buddy, uh, Sanjay Shangbog. He he works at the Path Bike Shop. Uh, whenever he's not road tripping, right? Uh, he did like the was it almost a year? He was in uh, India and you know whatever other countries surround India. I'm I'm not very good with ge- geographics, but um, he was he put like I don't know how many miles, like ten thousand miles or whatever it was. I mean, yeah, he you know his budget was like a dollar a day. Yeah, you know, and he was surviving a dollar a day. You know, uh, in India, you know, camping on the side of the road and. Uh, I mean, that's got to be awesome, especially nowadays where you can do that. I have a nephew that does just that. Really? Yeah. Just takes he, off? He, um, right now he's working up uh, Sugar Bowl, and he works there in the wintertime, makes a bunch of money, 
uh, buys his airfare and stuff for his summer trips, gets everything planned out. This last summer was Hawaii, uh, Thailand the year before, mm. then ends up doing these major road trips all around with all this mountain biking and back, uh, uh, rock climbing and just living life, you know, living life. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, now, nowadays we get we get so wrapped up into, you know, the material stuff and these guys don't want to enjoy life you know and adventure like kind of like back in the day you know like the pioneers you know like they were like hey all right guys whatever we have we're, we're taking off yeah you know and we'll see where where, where where this trail or whatever takes us you know i think now we, we you know we should be able to do that even more because now we you know we have the car we have the plane we have you know modern technologies where we can do that you know but it's 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 rare that people adventure out nowadays you know what i mean and with all the resources that you have like People stay in Orange County like, oh, I don't want to leave Orange County. Well, even even more so than that, people don't even leave their living room. I yeah. mean, everything's direct selling. Not everything, but every there's so much direct selling now on, through online. I mean, Amazon. Even, <laughs> even, well, yeah, look at your, your local bike shop. People don't even go to the bike shop anymore because That's sad. because they're they're ordering their their bike parts online for much 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 cheaper because they're getting them direct. I'm, and, a, I'm against that, by the way. That's official. Well, I, I, I I go to a bike shop too, and yeah. and I buy my parts at the bike shop. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not just the bike shop; it's everything. Your right. groceries, you can order your groceries online now. You know what? I've I've been seeing that now. Like, and you know, like oh, oh, we deliver now. I'm like, really? Like, people are that lazy? You're you're telling me you're that lazy, or is it that you're that busy that you can't go to the grocery store and go b- pick up? A gallon of milk and a carton of eggs, or or your salad, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you, really? Yeah. Well, well uh, I think it's Walmart. I just heard the other day somebody talking about wow. that you use the app, you order everything, and all you got to do is just go in and pick it up. You just go over to the one little pickup window and just pick up your order. It's all there, ready for you, waiting, and then you just go pick it up. You know, I mean, at least you're getting out of the house to go pick it up, but <laughs> but no, I mean, the, everything is headed. I mean, there's so much direct sales. That people, I mean, I, I I know a lot of people, they do a lot of their shopping online and don't even leave the house to do it anymore, yeah. you know? I mean, every once in a while, I'll buy something online, you know what I mean? But it, well, it's usually, I, I'm, I really don't like to go to the mall, you know what I mean? But I, I did venture out for the Black Friday sales, not early in the morning, just like I went out like 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, just to watch the freak show, you know what I mean? Like people are running around, it's like, I was like, man, this is... People like are really dedicated to this Black Friday sale. I think I had my Black Friday shopping done by five o'clock in the morning, and it was an <laughs> online purchase. It was a super good deal, and it was something I needed. And you know, yeah, I was yeah. like, "Okay, I'm done now. I got to go to work." Yeah, you know, right, right. I don't, I don't get Black Fridays off. So, <laughs> so uh, what inspired you to do this uh, this ride? Fourteen days was it? Fourteen hundred miles? Fourteen hundred miles, fourteen days. Um, like Washington, I like Washington, I said, Nebraska? yeah, like I said, I had lost my license and uh, got in trouble. Or what happened? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> youngsters, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and and we always I had talked to one of my friends about doing a long ride like mm-hmm. down the coast, you know, from Seattle to California, something like that. And we talked about it, and talked about it, and never did it. And and one morning I woke up and I looked at the TV and the weather forecast was good for a week and headed east. And I was like, you know, today's the day. I went out to the garage and I loaded up the little rack on the back of my bike and I put the saddlebags on and I went through my grandma's cupboards where I was staying at the time. And I'm pulling out like oatmeal and rice and a couple bottles of vitamins saying I'm going to need something because I've got nothing. And my fishing pole and a tarp and a blanket and loaded it all up on my bike and Got to Coeur d'Alene Lake, which, you know, just 20 miles, whatever it was in. And I'm like, man, that's the that's Continental Divide, you know, coming up. I got mountain passes, you know, of all kinds to go over. Do I really want to go? And I'm sitting there at Coeur d'Alene Lake, and this strongly long-haired guy comes up on a Murray mountain bike, bald tires, <laughs> looking terrible. Was bike, he <laughs> bike and person, both, just beat up, you know. And he sits down on this bench next to me, and we just started talking. And um, he had been, he'd come from the East Coast. Really? And he was 
on his way to the West Coast, and wow. I, he just happened to sit down next to me that what the, day. What are, what are the odds of that, man? Right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I've got a better bike than he does. I can do this, you know, and uh, took off up the hill and riding Interstate 90 east from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and... Uh, so it was like like a like a Forrest Gump moment. Instead of like you felt like running, you felt like riding. Yeah, I felt like riding, and I started riding. And and two days into the trip, I I was in Montana, at a rest area, and I used the phone and called my sister, and I said, "Hey, I'm coming to Nebraska," and she's first thing out of her mouth. If you're on your bike, turn around and go back. I said, "I've already passed over the mountain pass. It ain't happening. It ain't going back over that sucker. I'm I'm on the downhill side now. You know, it's all the way or, or nothing. So, yeah. just kept going and. Uh, you know, it was it was an amazing trip. I had you know five dollars in change when I left, and said I'm going for it. So how'd you? I mean, what did you do? To did you work on the way? I mean, no, I rode my bike and ate the rice and oatmeal and fruit roll ups that my grandma made and yeah, the dried I mean, fruit and the pizza out of the trash can that the people getting gas put <laughs> in the trash can and oh, man. and stopping at the truck stop and uh, waiting and watching what's going on and seeing a family leave and and the the young little the truck stop food. Mm-hmm. It's you get a hamburger, you get a hamburger, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, I don't know, she's seven or whatever, and gets a cheeseburger, and it's a friggin' the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, right? she ain't gonna finish that. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, I tell the waitress, I'm like, hey, you know, my dog's out in the truck. Could I? Could you box that up so I could, you know, feed my dog? Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> I'll back it up, chowing on a on a cheeseburger. You know, I mean, you Damn. do what you got to do to survive. And and it was kind of cool because I would come into a town at night or at the end of the the day. And talk to the local law officer. I'd find a policeman somewhere, and I'd be like, the "Hey, fuzz. yeah, I'd be like, hey, where can I camp out for the night? I'm just passing through. Now, let's draw a little picture. <laughs> <laughs> you got to draw a picture about what's coming up and walking up to the officer now, because I had hair like I don't know, mid shoulder blade, something like Bob Seger hair, like that, mid shoulder blade, okay. beard like you got now. Okay, so, uh, so Bob Seger going on. I, I can picture that right now. You know, turn the page right now. Holy, holy Levi's, you know. <laughs> Beat up and uh, walking up to a in Kalispell, Montana, a, a table in a restaurant with six officers sitting around it eating dinner. Oh boy! And I'm, I walk right into the restaurant. The cop cars are out front. I need to find out where I can go. It's already dark. I need a place. So I just walk up to their table and I say, "Excuse me, officers. I'm passing through uh, on a bike. I need a place that I can go roll out a a bedroll for the night. I'll be gone in the morning. I just don't want no problems, no troubles. I don't want you know." And they're like, oh, yeah, go down this street, go out that way, and just find a spot next to a tree or a rock because that's where all the kids go out partying and off-roading. You don't want to get run over. It's all right, cool. You know, and that's... So no no, uh, no, no tent? It's just a, just a... No, I had a tarp that was just about two inches bigger all the way around than my blanket, and I would lay the tarp flat, I would lay the blanket flat, and then I'd fold it in half over the top of me. You weren't yeah. afraid about, like, just bugs like or... Like rattlesnakes coming yeah. in and sleeping with... Or yeah, something, but something, you get, you know, raccoon or something? You know, you, 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 yeah, absolutely. You think about it, you know, but you just, like I said, you know, I, I, I was at a point that I realized that if I didn't do something different, bad things were going to happen, mm. you know? And, so this is like a, life, like a life-changing yeah. uh, experience for you. Yeah, it was, you know, like I said, I was living with my grandma and that was... I was living with her because I sold my truck when I lost my license. My truck is where I had been staying for a while. I had a Chevy pickup with a canopy on the back. And oh, so you were living in your truck? Yeah, for a while. And, okay. and friends, staying with friends. and, and But that, that that only goes for so long in there. Right. And and that all ran out. So it was stay with grandma because grandma got a big house. Mm-hmm. And grandma's got good food. <laughs> and uh, I've never met a grandma that's, that, make, that makes terrible food. Granny Goodwill is what we called her. But... Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I met people, a couple, Joel and Francie Adams, as I got into Nebraska. You know, I spent a couple of days on a freight train on that trip, threw my bike on a freight train. It was headed my direction. And, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I, I've got to go. This is the middle of Montana, and Montana's big, you know. And uh, it took me t- into Nebraska, all of Wyoming, half of Montana, all the way into Wyoming into nebraska and right when it got into nebraska northport nebraska the rails turned headed north and i'm like dakotas i don't want to go to the dakotas <laughs> slow down train <laughs> so it slowed down i bailed off i pedaled into uh, lisco nebraska that day and uh 
stole a tomato from the gas station and uh, was sitting out front eating the tomato when this truck of cowboys pulls up a little Dodge Ram 50. And they've been drinking and fishing all day. They're hooting and hollering and carrying on. Why doesn't that surprise me? And, what are they uh, drinking, uh, uh, Coors? I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, they're like, hey, or I asked them, I said, if I could get a ride up the up, you know, as far as they're going east. They mm-hmm. yeah, jump in, jump in the back, throw your bike in the back. We'll take you, you know, da, 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 da. So we get headed up the road and the storm blows in. And it is just hailing, raining. I mean, it's coming down. And so they pull on the side of the freeway, and they're like, hey, you're going to have to jump up front. And there's already three of them in the front of a Dodge Ram 50 pickup. It's a little, you know, mm-hmm. little tiny truck. And they're like, but beer for everybody. They had the cooler in the back. So I grabbed four beers, jump in the front of the truck, sitting on a guy's lap, and <laughs> down the road we go. And uh, started chatting with them, and, and they ended up taking me to the county fair, rodeo, dance, and the guy is Joel. He's like, "Oh, you've got to meet my wife." Da 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 da. You get a, You're gonna dance with her. We're at this bar, you know, and everything. And they're buying me food, everything. And um, that's awesome. In walks this little blonde, pregnant, pregnant lady that just happens to be the lady that was working at the gas station that I stole the tomato from. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, man. we've already met, you know. She, and, she knew, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, if she did or not, it never it never came up. Nothing okay. was ever said, you know. Yeah. I, I I mean, I needed something to eat, and that was fresh fruit, so mm-hmm. or vegetable, whatever. And um, yeah, is it a vegetable or fruit? I don't know. That's another debate. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> t- 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 tomato, tomato, <laughs> and uh, so I spent two days with them, and they took me fishing on the river, catfishing. I had all my fishing gear, so that was kind of cool. Well, not all of it. I had a pole and a select few items Mm -hmm. and uh they hooked me up with a ride from lisco nebraska which is very western nebraska to highway 103 off of interstate 80 right by lincoln nebraska okay and i was headed to crete nebraska which is on highway 103 like i think my mileage might be off 13 14 miles I think, if I remember correct, from Interstate 80. And that's where your sister lived, right? Yeah, at the time. Okay. So they gave me a ride like 400 miles. Wow. Something like that. Like, not them. They had a friend that was in the rodeo. And I stayed Saturday, Sunday at their house. Monday morning, they got up and went to work. I mowed their lawn. Their friend showed up, loaded my stuff in his truck, and away we went. And it was Christmas cards back and forth for a few years, and then... A return to sender. I don't know what happened to him. Really? Never been at Joel and Francie Adams. If you're out there, you hear this, look me up. Wow. Um, yeah, they were really good people. That's awesome. And uh, so Nebraska for 12 years, working in a hog slaughtering facility, brick factory, milk, uh, dairy farm, milking cows. I, I, uh, I've milked a couple of cows in, in, in my past. Auto body shop for three years, partnership with another guy, painting cars, motorcycles, six by six military vehicles. Really? Those, those, uh, what are they called? Like the deuce or something like that? Or? Yeah, deuce and a half yeah. or whatever it was. And uh, that was for a uh, local fire department. It was a grant, military vehicle granted to them for their fire department. Mm-hmm. So it was military paint, which okay. sucks. Yeah. And uh, we painted it white. Which was not easy. <laughs> you had a, co- a lot of cover right. up. Right. Yeah, it was really a lot of work, but it was cool. And um, a lot of good people in Nebraska. Man, sounds like it. I've, I've a lot still, of hospitality, what it sounds like. I've still got family. I mean, I consider them family, the break of family in Nebraska. They're, uh, they're still communicate occasionally. Mm-hmm. Really, really good people. That's awesome. And uh, then to California. So, I mean, so you got to your sister house? On the bike, yeah, and then what? How'd you how'd you make it back? I didn't go back, <laughs> so you stayed there. I stayed there. What about your grandma? Well, my sister called my grandma partway through the trip and explained to her what was going on. <laughs> but that was a couple of days after I left because I didn't. Nobody, nobody knew any. Grandma woke me up that morning. We'd been I'd been out partying. She woke me up. She's like, "It's Sunday. You're going to church," and I'm like, "No." Nah. I just got home. I'm not going to church, you know, mm-hmm. da, da, da. So nobody knew. Nobody. I told absolutely nobody till like two days into the trip when I called my sister and said, hey, I'm on my way. 
and uh what's for dinner yeah what's for dinner and like i don't know maybe a month i should be there i had no idea you know how long it was going to take so it ended up taking you 14 days yeah it took me 14 days 1400 miles i had a randy mcnally road atlas map that i drew out as i was riding and circled an x where i camped every day and it averaged out uh 80 to 110 miles a day uh, when i was riding and you still have that map with you I have it somewhere. Okay. I haven't seen it for a long time. It'd be cool if you can like frame it. Yeah. You know I mean, and put it like yeah. somewhere on the wall. That'd yeah. Be I, cool. I, 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 I hope I still have it. Okay. I should say I've yeah. moved a few times. I know I saved it for a long time and I know I had it uh-huh. at the place I'm living now because I remember having it out, but there's been so much stuff boxed away and thrown in the garage that uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't seen it for quite some time. Okay. When, when you when you do your next spring cleaning, you can uh, try to find it. And yeah, it. next time I find it, it will definitely be archived. Yeah, yeah. there you go, there you go. So, yeah. so from Nebraska, then you came back, came to Cali. Yeah, uh, left Nebraska for Vegas. Was in Vegas for like a week, and the living arrangements were: I want to party every day, all night long, and I was like. I want to find a job and I can't get, I can't look for work every day when the house is full of party all night and I can't get no sleep. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just didn't work out. Uh, I had a uh, 80 something Yamaha three cylinder 800 special that I had all custom flame painted and everything that I did myself. And I jumped on it in Vegas and headed to California where I had another sister living here in, uh, in Anaheim. Hmm. And uh, so what, what I'm getting, I'm getting some Bob Seger, some Jackson Brown music <laughs> in my head, <laughs> R- running on empty. You know what I mean? Thirty eight special. Yeah, <laughs> so, I like some, some kiss, a little bit of kiss in my head going on yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. And uh, so the the motorcycle thing ride from Vegas to California was another experience. Uh, it started make- to die. The bike? The bike was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> and uh, it seemed to me a fuel issue. Luckily, I'm mechanically inclined all my life, and I could have an idea. You know, this seems like what's going on. I stopped at the gas station. Canada WD-40 was all they had. That's what I got. A screwdriver. Um, carburetor. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a carburetor, right? Well, Needle was dirty when or something, somebody or? painted the fuel tank... Who was this somebody guy? They couldn't find the oval O-rings that the fuel valve required. Uh, They're like an inch long and a half inch wide oval O-ring. So what did this person do? So this person decided to use high temp red silicone. Oh boy. That's really good. It worked great. They yeah. didn't leak. Until? But the what squished out to the inside broke off in long strings and went straight into the carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> this causes an issue. Just a little bit. But luckily... Um, Taking the vent line or the drain, the float bowl drain screw out Mm -hmm. and blowing backwards through the float bowl was able to blow the string of red silicone back out the inlet line. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get it back up and running and continue the trip. But this is like in the middle of nowhere. Okay. You know, and luckily it was that I made it to somewhere that I could at least get those items to do that. Baker, maybe? I don't even remember where it was at, okay. honestly. Um, it just, another experience, another yeah. episode, you know? Yeah. There's been a lot of them. And uh, <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool. Got down here, stayed with my sister in a fifth wheel camping trailer. Okay. Her husband was in, uh, Kurt was in uh, the apprenticeship for the lineman, electrical lineman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks so like they were pretty they good were money. traveling around. Yeah. And, this beer is pretty good, by the way. Yeah, so thank, thanks yeah, for it. it is. Uh, it is a special occasion, yeah. like I said. Pour, pour some for the boys over here. And uh, so, I end up down here staying with them, camping trailer at the Ponderosa RV Park off of Lewis Street. The Ponderosa. The Ponderosa <laughs> RV Park <laughs> off of uh, Lewis and Chapman. Okay. Right next to the Five Freeway uh-huh. and Chapman Avenue. Okay. And uh, staying there, riding my motorcycle, looking for part-time work, going to temp agencies, whatnot. I got a 
couple of temp agency gigs, um, turned into a full-time job at a machine shop, running uh, Mazak, Mazatrol, uh, what is it, quick turn lathe. Mm-hmm. It's all programmed, load the part, da-da-da-da, running yeah. motor and gearbox shafts for Krispy Kreme. Conveyor lines. Really? Yeah, that's it was cool. Kind of cool. It yeah. was very cool. So, yeah. so obviously now now you're working for a refrigeration company, right? Now I'm working for a refrigeration company. Okay. Yeah. So you've been there for a while. I've been there for twelve years. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, over the hump. Over the hump. How did this come about? Ricardo Pena. Pena. Okay. He's uh, the, he's the, responsible. He's a deal maker. If, if you bring some, bring him food because I've seen this post on Facebook. It's pizza, pizza, pizza man. Bring, you bring me a uh, pizza. Let's make a deal. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like you that. want you want a, you like want a that. good deal on a bike. Bring me a good pizza. You want a bad deal on a bike. Bring me a bad pizza. <laughs> so so obviously no no Domino's no Pizza Hut right. It's got to be like some good stuff. Yeah. What does he like? Uh, like, like thick thin crust. He's, he wants like Chicago style. What what is what's his cup of tea? I don't think it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> I think just a pizza, you know, a good pizza. All right, all right. So, how did you hook up with him? I got sick, and I got as heavy as I'd ever been. And I told my wife one day, I said, "You know what? We need to get some bikes and get some exercise, because then we won't get sick and we could lose some weight." Mm. And being the fact that I had ridden bikes in the past, that was the obvious choice for me. And uh, she wanted a beach cruiser. I said, no, we're getting mountain bikes because a mountain bike we can ride at the beach or we can ride in the in the mountains or we can mm-hmm. ride on the street or wherever we want to go. It's such a vers- versatile um, piece so, of equipment. Yeah. So I get online and I'm looking, you know, shopping online, looking what's there. And, and um, this uh, specialized, it was a 2009 specialized XC Pro wood grain paint job pops up. It that, li- that's the bike? That's the bike. You still have it, right? No. You, what, did you sell it? I did. Oh. And um, I, remember, I remember that thing, man. Over yeah. the hump, dude. Over the hump. <laughs> there, that, the, the, 2011, I bought the 2009. It's been that long? Yeah. So I'm online searching, and I see this bike, and I'm like, that's the bike. That's my bike. You know? Where's it at? Where do I go to, you know, do I got to order it online? And I look it up in the bike shop. It's, it's a Buena Park Bicycles. I'm like, where's that? It's, I live in Buena Park, you know? Shoot, it's a block, two blocks away, right down the street on the corner. I told the wife, I said, hey, I'm going to go look at a bike real quick. Jumped in the car, went over there, looked at the bike, said, hey, that's my bike. And, um, you know, Ricardo was working there. He wasn't manager at the time, but um, I bought it. And uh, one day in there afterwards, I started regularly in the shop. And, and Ricardo was like, hey, you ought to go out check out Over the Hump. I'm like, what is that? What was the local mountain bike race series? I never raced a mountain bike. Uh, you'll like it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Ricardo how many times he's raced it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Come on, Ricardo. You're up. Time to step uh, up, man. So we head out there, and um, or I head out there, take my bike, my tennis shoes, my shorts, my T-shirt, my camel pack, and I head out to Over the Hump. I'm going to be a mountain bike racer. Man. That first race, <laughs> wow, that was an eye-opener, you know? Yeah. Um, the first hill climb, I don't even think it's a mile into the course. Now, this is uh, for people who don't know what, what Over the Hump is. It's uh, <clears throat> it's the the largest weekly mountain bike race in probably North America. I mean, it, it gets over 500 competitors, every, you know, for 12 weeks. It's six weeks. You then you got a, a four week break and then you go for another six weeks, and uh, it was it was it was held at the um, Irvine, um, Irvine Lake. Yes, you know before they county sold it or, or whatever. So that, I mean that was there for a long time, you know. And, and I and I know I know what you're talking about where you kind of go in the straightaway. The and asphalt then, hill. Yeah, the asphalt hill. That the the turns one. to dirt. That's the one. So they start you in waves of your age group and class. Right. 
Obviously, pros go first. Every, what is it, a minute and a half apart? No, I think it's like 30 seconds maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe it is a minute. Because I know Matt talks about whatever, and then and then he's got the little air horn. Right. And then probably by the time he gets to like the, the sport guys, there's like no more uh, gas or whatever is in there, right? <laughs> so, right. So I go in my wave. I'm going up the first hill, and like three waves behind me, the 50-something age group guys – Catching you. They're in a freight train going up the hill, wheel to wheel, on your left, on your left. And I'm like, I'm dying. What do you mean on my left? And as they go by, I look at their class markings on the back of their calf and I'm like, these dudes are old. What's my problem? It's not obviously not my age because these dudes are kicking my butt. Yeah. And, um, you know, over the hump is amazing what they've done. And and I think it was two well 2011. I went to a couple of races. Third race, they're giving away free pedals and shoes clipless for those who want to try it. And now I want to be a racer, so I want to try it. So I try it. Long story short, I tip over at the start finish line before the race. No, dislocate my shoulder. You kidding me? No. <laughs> oh my! At this point, your wife's like, "You're done." Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, she wasn't there. Okay, it's good. I had to drive myself from there to the urgent care off of the 55 and Chapman. I'm there. They're like, well, we're going to set this back in, but we need to give you painkillers, so you need to call somebody to pick you up. I said, well, I don't have somebody to call to pick me up. My truck's out in the parking lot, and I've got work tomorrow, so just do what you got to do. And they're like, well, we can't do that. It's it's going to be painful. I'm like – well, I've got to drive out of here. So if you if I can't drive after you give me the painkiller, then just do what you got to do. <laughs> and they lay me down and they get this great big burly nurse guy and they have him holding me down cuz I'm going to like come off the table, I guess is what their thought was. Uh-huh. And they pull my ar- my left arm out and give it a little twist and tug and that joint popped back in and I was like, "Oh my god, why didn't somebody do that an hour ago?" It just was instant relief. Wow. I mean, it just... And the next day, I was laying underneath of a ammonia compressor at work, changing out an oil pump. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> you were like... Mike, yeah. Mike, if you're out there listening, uh, yeah, you were there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... Uh, so that, that, you know, after that, that didn't deter you from uh, from racing again? You're like, yeah. It, for that year, I was done. Okay. For 2011, I was done, and I said, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to show them what it's all about in 2012. Uh-huh. So I trained and trained and trained and trained, and, and miles of riding, and Turnbull Canyon every weekend, um, 15 miles, 3,000 feet of climbing, a great little training ground, and um, went back 2012. I should have looked this up to ver- to, re- to refresh my memory, but I think it was 2012 was fifth overall in the beginner class. Wow, that's pretty good. If I remember correctly. Okay. And that moved me up to sport class for 2013. 2013, did sport class, different bike every week. I'm going to buy me a race bike. I'm going to demo every bike I can. And I was demo bike king out there at, uh, at the races. I won one race on a Niner, Jet 9, only mm. race I've ever won. Wow. A uh, demo bike set up 3 by 3 by 10. <laughs> yeah, 3 by 10 29er. <laughs> and it was fast. I was, it was a fun bike. And the guys that had been consistently beating me by a couple of minutes all season were like, dude, where'd that come from? It's the bike. And, uh, you know, it really was, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I... There were some other things that happened that day that may have contributed, but... Um, everything clicked. Yeah, everything fell into place, and uh, I ended up buying the Anthem, Giant Anthem, Carbon 29er, mm-hmm. nice race bike, finished the last two races of the season on that in fourth place, I believe it was, for both races, and I think I ended up eighth overall for the sport class that year, so it was either... Eighth in beginner the year before and fifth in sport. I don't remember which was which now. Okay. Um, but uh, over the hump, I ended up earning a uh, Oakley Jupiter Award. Right. It's a, I remember that. It's a You're Just a Badass Person Award. Yeah. Um, 
I did a lot of hooting and hollering for the other riders, racers, and even at spectators. And I guess it was noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a good time. I really enjoyed it. And, and Over the Hump really changed a lot in my life because it, it, it allowed me to see that I could do more. You know, there's something else out there. You know, you just, you know, that first race was like, <laughs> I'm dying and I barely finish to, to the point of, you know, ending in the top 10 two years in a row. And that's tough. I mean, there's over 300 people throughout the season in that class, you know, not every week, but throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's pretty significant, you know, that's well, pretty well, cool. Well, you know, your, your, your quote, your, your quote was, uh, it's life changing. Yeah. Well, it was life changing for you. Yeah, it really was. Uh, uh, like I said, for dedication and, and seeing that you can, if you put your mind to something and you train and you learn and you do what you got to do to do that, you can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just have to decide today I'm going to do this. Right. And go after it and do what needs to be done to do that and take that out throughout your life and not just that bike race, but at everything you do. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it really opened up my eyes to that. And, uh, and Matt and John just, you know, they're amazing people and what they do yeah. and what they're doing with the, with more things, uh, the, uh, what is it? Evolution Bike Fest. Yeah. Revolution Bike Fest. Right. Yeah, Revolution they, they, Bike uh, Fest. They did it one year. Uh, and then, and then I think they're, they're going to. They're going to bring it back for 2018, from what I understand. Um, <clears throat> they're going to do more. Yeah. There's going to be much more well, I mean, Southern California Association, cycling, Matt, John, over the hump. Mm-hmm. It's not over. Right. And over the hump is not the end of it. It's, right. There's going to be more. Right. Absolutely. So <clears throat> you took a break after after that, right? I mean, I'm taking a break still, I think. I'd like to get back into it, but it's just hard with work life and all that and mm-hmm. uh and uh I've ventured off into kind of having my own little business thing now that uh is taking up a bunch of time. Yeah, let, let's let's segue into that. What what do you got going on, man? Well, you know, I was provided with an opportunity to uh make a little bit of extra money on the side and uh I I liked what I saw. Well, you, you know they legalize that now, right? So, you know the word about You know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been legal for 58 years. Um, no, uh, I, I decided to go with the Amway business, uh, network marketing, direct selling, mm-hmm. uh, pyramid scheme, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's an awesome opportunity. And it's one of those things that it's, it, it only happens if you set your mind to it and you decide that this is what I'm going to do and go after it. And I've been doing it. And, uh, you know, it's working for me. Um, it's awesome. They got killer products, a lot of them, and that's what drew me to it. Mm-hmm. You know, over four hundred and fifty different products that people use every day. So, what, what's your what's what do you use? What do I use? Well, I use the Nutrilite nutritionals, vitamins. Um, the Excess Sports Nutrition is my go-to ride fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got energy bars, protein powders, recovery powders. Pre-workout energy boost powders. Well, you, um, you brought some uh, zero sugar, low carb, and low calories. Yeah, it's that it's an energy drink, right? That is an energy drink. Yeah, it's uh, eighty milligrams of caffeine in the ones that have caffeine, and a boatload of B vitamins to boot. Okay. And uh, like I said, zero sugar, low calorie, low carb. Um, you got comparisons to other products out there, and it's local. Mm-hmm. Laguna Beach. Okay. Excess energy comes from Laguna Beach. We have our uh, center of optimal fun is in Laguna Beach. Um, pretty cool. They have uh, every Friday they have uh, a workout video that they post along the beach and a lot of cool things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie Schley, I believe oh, okay. it is, is, is pronounced. Oh, he's part of that too? He's well, one of our ambassadors. Really? Because yeah. I, I, I was there for the uh, for the Shimano, um, that movie, that the documentary, mm-hmm. and he was there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and he did a nice little video shoot up at another local awesome thing, Sky Park, Santa's Village, Sky oh. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, speaking of that, if you don't mind me detouring just for you know a what? moment. You know what, Warren? This is not my show tonight. This is your show. I've got to find something on my phone because uh, a very good friend of mine okay. is a construction company owner, okay. Kaiser Construction up in Lake Arrowhead. And he's been doing a majority of the construction work up there. Really? At Sky Park. Okay. And his wife is, uh, now I'm going to blank, star, no, yeah, I forgot her name. Okay. Now up there at Saria, Sarai. And anyway, she she recently came, I just butchered her name, I'm sure. Uh, no, it's she, on record. <laughs> she she uh, she recently, in the last, I believe, right about a month, came down was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh man! And so she's been the last twenty eight days, thirty days now in the hospital. Just got out a couple of days ago, and uh, so they're back at home, which is really cool. Well, uh, Jeremiah is also in a band that I love to listen to. Brian Harnigan, the bass player, good friend of mine. Um, they're doing a concert at Sky Park. Really? Benefit of Jeremiah's wife for the leukemia. It's $20 a ticket. It's coming up December 20th. Um, All right. So that's what, like, this week, right? Yeah. It's coming right. up quick. It's coming up quick. But, right. uh But it's kind of cool because they're going to have, you know, you're open to the ice skating and some of the events going on there at, at Santa's Village. Yeah. So, you know, people don't know what Santa's Village is. It was, uh, it was shut down for a long time. Yes. So now many years, yeah. So now now there's it's a, raging. There's a, a bike park, right? Awesome. And so it's, there's like a, a set entry fee, right? It was like twenty bucks, thirty bucks, whatever for the day, right? I'm not sure what it is so, currently. Okay, so there's like a set entry fee, but that gives you access to everything that's there, not just like riding there, but whatever, whatever. zip line, zip line, rock climbing, rock wall, climbing, yeah. ice skating. Um, they did a they did a mountain bike race. They, was, did, they, just, they just recently did a small mountain bike race deal. They've done some foot races, some like 5K family events, and the mountain bike race was set up the same way. Mm-hmm. But uh, that 60 Grip Band is going to be playing at that concert. Um, that's, December 20th? Yeah, that's Jeremiah and David, and I go watch them all over Mother's Tavern last weekend, Tudor House the weekend before. Um, Rock Band? Blues band. Blues band. Okay. Blues band, harmonica, bass, Ooh, guitar. Really? It doesn't matter which one of those guys takes off and does their solo. You just go, that guy is good. Wow. And when they mix it, they've they've won several competitions down at the uh, Orange County Fairgrounds. Okay. Awesome. Um, they're playing, and uh, Gino, Gino, I don't have my glasses on, Gino Mateo. Okay. And Jade Bennett, and uh, Ron... Carberson. Okay. Anyway, it's an awesome event. Um, December 20th. December 20th, 530, 5 to 7 p.m. $20. $20. Uh, all the money goes to the Kaisers for medical bills. That's awesome. It is. That's awesome. Sky Park is like knocking it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's really cool for a, a venue like that to be able to open up their doors to do something like Absolutely. this. And I just want to throw that out there because yeah. – you know, it's about community. It is. And, and and that's what my business is about community mm-hmm. and help people helping people. Well, I was out there uh, for the Turnberg at Benelli and, yeah. and, you know, you came over and brought some products over and yeah. tried some of them out and they're pretty good. You know, the, 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 yeah. the chips and stuff like that were pretty good. And, uh, um, you know. I, uh, I recently joined, and this will be an official outbreak there, the Red Zone Racing Team. Wow, For 2018. I'm not on the racing part of the team. I'm on the recreational part of the team. But but uh, nonetheless, I'm with them. I sponsored them as a business. Um, I'm going to be seeing my logo out there on their jerseys this cool. year. Are, are, they, are, are they changing the jersey design uh, for, for 2018? Um, the new jerseys just got ordered recently. So oh, okay. we'll be seeing those all shortly. Well, you know, I, I, I'm part of that uh, network as well. So I'll yeah. take a look at it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's pretty cool. And, and, and really with my business, uh, making money riding bikes, mm-hmm. you can. It works. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm I'm going for, you know. Uh, when I started this, it was kind of an idea, you know, that I had. I could make money riding bikes with this. And the products fall in line. And biodegradable, the cleaning products, 
you know, shower, bath, laundry, dish, whatever you want, you, you know, we've mm-hmm. got it. And, and, and if a person changes their daily habits, they can make money. Right. But uh, that's kind of where it's at, you know. <clears throat> um, so how do people get a hold of you? Uh, Warren at 3PZ Global on Instagram. Okay. Uh, Repeat that again. Warren at 3PZ Global on Instagram, uh, you can go through Facebook, Warren Hornaday. Um, I have a website, web page, online retail page is uh, 3pzglobal.com. Okay, say it slow. 3pzglobal.com, okay. and that's my online retail page. It's all set up and ready for people to start ordering from. Okay, <laughs> and, there you uh, go. Direct sales, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> Cut out the middleman and make some money. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of that, what, what are your thoughts on like now a lot of these bike companies are doing direct sales now? You know. Since we're talking about that. You know, I don't know. Um, it's really hard for the local bike shops. And you can't have your local bike shops go away because your local bike shops, Fullerton Bikes, Mike Franzi, I mean. He's an awesome guy. But he's got to be in my top five at least. You know what? I was just going to say that. <laughs> he's got to be up there in the top five. <laughs> but no, you know, and, 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 you know, he, the Buena Park shop, Mike France, uh, Fullerton Bikes, that's where I got my start. They did tons of, of support. I rode for them through the over the hump years. Um, now I ride for myself. I have my own business. Mm-hmm. I wear my jerseys. I've joined the Red Zone Racing Team as the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, They're pretty big, I, I, you know. Pretty, and and, and guys are cool. And I've been riding with a lot of them, George Mota and Sal and Jerry and all yeah. those guys. I've been riding with them since the initiation of Red Zone Racing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Omar's a great guy. I mean, the whole the whole crew. Yeah, just, Omar's an awesome guy. They're just it's such a family night knit. You know, mm-hmm. tight knit like family, and um, now, now, you know now you have Reggie Miller there hanging out with the guys as well. Right? I mean, how often do you get to go race a mountain bike race and get your butt whipped by a you know famous basketball star, Hall of Famer? I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? Uh, that, that guy, and, you know, Reggie Miller is a real down to earth, awesome guy. Um, when I did that turn and burn uh, six hour solo, um, <clears throat> he passed me bunch of times right but, but yeah he passed me too like <laughs> 10 laps to eight same class he kicked me yeah to and, the curb <laughs> but every time he came by he would like encourage Upbeat, me beat yeah and then pat on the back hey man keep going dude you're doing great you know and then he would take off you you got me started on podcasts i never listened to him before since then i've added one and that's the sony sonia looney show mm-hmm. and the first podcast of hers that i listened to was with reggie miller really that's and that's cool. kind of what got me there you know it was like yeah i saw through i followed her on instagram for quite some time because she does some epic rides mm-hmm. i mean crazy stage races all over the world and it's it's very cool you know mm-hmm. and then i saw her posting up that she was doing a podcast with reggie and i'm like well i raced reggie you know i mean i i mean you know Let's see more, learn more about because I'm not a I'm not a sports fan. Mm-hmm. So basketball Hall of Famer didn't mean a whole lot, right? You know, but um, he's he's a pretty cool, dude. Yeah, he you is. know, and and at the races, he's very family oriented. They're there, you know. He's taking time with his kids and and everything, and that that's he's like one of the boys. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. you know. Sometimes you get these celebrities that go to an event or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, leave me alone or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're they're right. kind of they're, they don't want to. Uh, hang out with the, everybody else. They want to just do their right, own thing, you right. know what I mean? And, and uh, um, for him you to be... You would never know that right. he is anybody. Right. He is right. nobody. Right. He's just another guy at the race. Just another racer. Yeah. Just another mountain bike racer. Just another guy out there that now has got a, a good coach. Sonia's coaching him now. Yeah, so, she's, a, she's a rock yeah. star. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And plant-based diet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that dead air. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a meat eater. Yeah. I'm a meat eater. Amen but, to that, brother. But you know, Amen to that. You know, I have been uh, doing a lot more vegetables and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I changed I changed my, my lifestyle a little bit. I, I went to the, to the keto diet. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I lost 20 pounds, so no, no sugar, no, no, um, you know, no bread, stuff like Wait, that. No sugar. Well, you know, I, I got some energy drinks right here. It's got no sugar. No, perfect. <laughs> they're, perfect. they're just for you. Perfect. <laughs> so, um, but you know, Kimmy runner was the one that, right. That, uh, uh another mo- amazing mo- athlete. Yeah. She motivated me to, to do it. You know, you know, the, well, her and Roger, Roger Hernandez from Kenda Tire. Cause I, you know, I saw him at, at the over the hump. I'm like, Roger, what are you doing, man? He's like, yeah, I'm on this, I'm on this keto diet. I'm like, well, what is it about? It sounds, you know, and then he told me, I was like, man, it, I was like, it, it sounds terrible. But I'm like, you know what? Like, if, if I want to, you know, live a healthier lifestyle, I mean, you don't have to do keto or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you have to find something that works for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and obviously, like, go to the doctor, run, you know, once a year, get some blood work done to see where you're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just can't be like, you know, self-diagnosis all the time. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't work. <laughs> you're not a doctor. Work. I'm not a doctor. I'm a truck driver, man. <laughs> Although oftentimes I'm not too fond of what the doctors have to say. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, a real big fan of prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the prescriptions are not to fix the problem. They are to mask the problem. Yeah. And uh, I have a real issue with that. I regular a chiropractor that's a very holistic uh, chi- uh, Dr. Valentine, Valentine Chiropractic in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. He's awesome, awesome, awesome. Recommended by Mike France. Okay. And um, that, I mean, I just, doctors, oh, I mm-hmm. have a real problem. I mean, you go and see, get, you're getting your blood work, all that stuff, yes. But I don't. I think there's a lot of money making going yeah. on. I agree. And, I agree. And I just, yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> my 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 doctor, uh, Doctor Valdez. He's he's actually a mountain biker. Yeah. So you know that I, helps. You know, I so I, I see him at Oaks, um, or at the shop. You know, I was like, hey, what's up, doctor? You know what I mean? So it's cool because you know I know that he's gonna he's not gonna, you know, prescribe me stuff that I don't need or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. He knows I ride, you know what I mean? And so um, riding for me is, it's therapeutic. It's like a, a, a discount, you know, like unplug right. from whatever's going on. Absolutely. And just, just out riding, you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, for a while I was just kind of like, just like in a, I was riding, but I was kind of like in a slump. Like, ah, I just, just got to ride. But now it's like I have a purpose to ride. Like, yeah, you're riding six, seven, eight-hour races. What's up with that, you know? <laughs> Solo eight-hour endurance, Kimmy. right? Kimmy. Yeah, she she's an awesome athlete. Yeah, so it's just she's a very good motivator, you know, and just she's just like, hey, you, you can do it. So it's just having a, a a game plan and you know and a training schedule, like like how you when you were racing over the hump. Yeah, like have a, a training schedule, um, and then just stick to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and you know whether if you're if you're a vegan, you know, or or meat eater, you know, like most of us, but. But everything with moderation. You know yeah. I mean? like, you're going to drink a little bit of beer? Just a little bit of beer. You know what I mean? You don't have to get wasted, you know what exactly. I mean? Or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, uh, <clears throat> I'm just the I'm the the, more, the majority of my beer drinking is a good beer after a good ride. Okay. Shower and crash on the couch. <laughs> Give me 30 minutes on the couch and then. You're out. And then, <laughs> no, out. I mean like a 30-minute crash cat nap, you yeah. know. Give me a, a good, you know, six, seven hours on the bike and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I like those long rides. I yeah. mean, you've, you've seen some of my oh, yeah. crazy, oh, yeah. stupid rides. I'm and like, man. You know, I mean, I'm like, that's 30, 30, 30, 40 miles is, is, is a, a, a nice ride, mm-hmm. you know, and I've done some, I don't know, I think the longest one I did with Gonzo Biz is uh, 113 miles Jeez. on the mountain bike. He was on his road bike. I'm yeah. The, the longest... Up uh, over Glendora Mountain, down geez. the backside, Cogswell Dam, back over to Brea Canyon, down Brea Canyon, back to Fullerton, Bonnet Park Bikes. I mean, it was a day. Yeah. It was like a 13-hour day. The the longest ride I've ever done was uh, was this year, actually. I went from uh, Mammoth, Mammoth yeah. to Bishop, and then like right? three-quarters of the way back, because I was like done. I was like almost isn't like... There, isn't there hills up there? Just a little bit. I mean, I'm not real familiar with the area, but... <laughs> Just a little bit, <laughs> Mammoth and Bishop. That just sounds like mountains. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, uh, it was, um, it was a great experience. Uh, I, you know, I did it just to see where 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 I was at, like training wise, like you know, physically and mentally. Yeah. Like, hey, I got these races coming up. I want to see where I'm at. So I did it. I'm like, you know, I it was like like almost seventy miles or whatever it was, and you know, seven hours on the bike. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. 
I, was, I called my brother. I was like, hey, Danny. <laughs> come, come pick me up. Come pick me up, man. Come on. I'm done. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uber yeah. with a bike rack. Yeah. So, you know, there was this, uh, oh, man, there's like this one trail from, from Mammoth. Um, it's like a mountain bike trail that takes you to Bishop. I forgot what it's called. Um, I have no idea. I've never been up there. Well, then you got to go. I know. Kamikaze Bike Games, man, yeah, coming up. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of places I got to go. That's why we're doing something different. Okay. The work does not. You know, over 400 hours of overtime the past two years. I don't know how you can do that, man. It just doesn't give you a lot of time to do what you want to do. Right. And, I mean, I have a great job. The pay is good. I enjoy what I do. But, you know, there's more to life than working every day, all day, middle of the night service calls, 3 o'clock in the morning going to Rancho Cucamonga, you know, all over. I mean, it, there, there's more to life. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm doing something different, you know. And yeah. and I invite anybody and everybody that has any kind of desire to do something different, get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. You know, let's work together. I mean, I'm I'm about helping people, and that's that's the only way I'm going to be successful is to help other people become successful. And you know, you got to want it though, right? I can't make you successful. Nope. You nope. know, I mean, you know, you we, you, can, you can give somebody all the tools. Yeah. You know, but it's up to them to do. You know, we have the we, right thing with those tools that they that they're given to them. We have an awesome training program that goes along with the with the business, and and it's absolutely phenomenal the amount of people that are having tremendous success using that program. But again, there's a lot of people that don't have success. Mm-hmm. It's on them. It's yeah. on you. You have to decide. And it's the same thing with mountain bike racing, road bike racing, crit racing, you whatever it is. Your job every day. Yeah. You're either going to do a good job at it because that's what you want to do. You want to be the best at what, you, what you're what you doing or you're not. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's nobody that can do it for you. You have to do it. You know? And that's life. That's just life, period. You can sit on the couch and be a nobody or you can get off the couch and go be a somebody. Mm-hmm. But you have to decide that. Somebody can't decide that for you. Right. You know? It's on you. That's like... You with your little podcast here, you started out, you know. And it, and it is very little. It's, you know, it's, it's still underground. You know, but that that's good. That's all right. There's yeah. people listening. Yeah. Why? You know, I mean, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and, I, and I appreciate the uh, Milad and the Hits 101, uh, com. Uh, the guys for letting me use the studio. Cause, yeah, uh, this is cool. I mean, this, yeah. this is awesome, right? Right. It's, it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, Warren, I just want to I want to just tell you that you know thank you for coming on the show and and for the uh, awesome uh, men's pack paquete para hombres the los paquete por uh, por los hombres yes <laughs> and then uh, uh, next week we have Uncle B back on the studio we're going to be talking about uh, beer obviously BS with Uncle B next week and hopefully Molly Glasspool uh, she'll be She'll be in the, in the studio talking about ciders because uh, ciders is coming up. Warren, do you like ciders? Are you, are you a cider guy or just a beer guy? Ciders. Yeah. I think when I was growing up, we used to go to the Apple Blossom Festival and have some apple cider. What other kind of ciders are there? They used to press it fresh right there in front of us. They like at the big machine and they hand uh, crank it and it smashed the apples and you have apple cider. <laughs> I think the, the, these type of ciders have alcohol in it. Oh, alcoholic <laughs> ciders. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't really tried them. Okay. Yeah, me no, neither. Oh, I'm, you know what? I don't, I don't, I've, I've had it once, and it, I had one. I had it once, and it was. It tasted like like apple juice, man. Like the one I had. So I don't know. Maybe there's. I don't know what it was, but anyways, that's what's going on next week. So, um, so Warren, what was the? Uh, what was your contact again on uh, on the Insta and then on Facebook? Instagram. Three uh, Warren at three PZ Global, and Facebook Warren Hornaday, and then my website is three uh, PZ Global dot com. Right on, brother. Thanks Makes again. Makes it pretty easy. All right, we'll see you guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, everybody.